0: Taylor Scoglia and this is girl it is time to thrive. All right guys so we have Juliana on the show today and I'm really excited to have her on. She is you know we've had a lot of mindset stuff lately in business but this is a woman who's really just all about empowering women and their natural cycles and she and I are going to talk about some really awesome stuff today but before we do I'm just going to have her introduce herself. So Juliana take the floor.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super happy to be sharing here some great stories and inspire some women out there. My name is Juliana. I'm the owner of Made Simple Nutrition. That is a consulting company created in Canada and now coming in the U.S. with a new office. And I do my goal with my company and my services is to empower women to feel their best through holistic health. I especially take care of women trying to conceive uh, and beyond. Of course, I take care of pregnant, um, postpartum women and of course with the little ones. But my focus lately was to very much help the woman to connect back with herself. And what I mean by that is connected with their body, mind and soul. Because I feel that with all the roles that the women gets, it's very, it's getting very hard for us to connect with ourselves, especially with the menstrual cycle. So as a holistic nutritionist, a health coach, I have these, um, you know, knowledge of putting things together in a simple way, so you can, you can use the foods as your allies, and of course, get benefit from this. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, thank you for being on. So for everyone who is listening right now, all my boy listeners, you can listen, but it might not be your favorite episode. We are talking about the power of our bodies and how feeding our menstrual cycle can actually improve your well-being and your happiness each month. And I'm really excited for this because this is a totally new topic for me. So I was telling Juliana when I sent over the questions that I'm probably going to come up with questions as it comes because this I'm going to be learning so much through this. And I think, you know, women, we don't always talk about our menstrual cycle. And what we've learned as like, you know, as I've aged, you know, in high school, It was, I have my period, I don't have my period. It was very awkward. It was embarrassing. You didn't talk about it with your girlfriends. You know, if you had a good relationship with your mom, if you were lucky enough, you could have that kind of conversation. But other than that, even when I would go to the gynecologist, I felt like it was kind of just like we hit the we cover it, but very briefly. But as I've gotten older, you really learn that the way that your menstrual cycle is really has an impact in so many different areas of your life. So I'm really excited for this. And I hope you guys listening are ready to just learn something about your body. Maybe you will learn that, you know, you'll learn something and be like, oh my gosh, that's why this happens. Or, oh my gosh, like, you know, I hope some light bulb moments happen for you listeners. So let's just go right in. What is feeding our menstrual cycle? What does that phrase really mean?
1: Okay. So, um, we, uh, you, you just said that right. Uh, as women, we always uh, lived learning about our, our, our period as a bad thing, as saying, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, here's my period again. And then I cannot have my vacation. And then I go to the pool. And then I would. So it's always like a barrier in our lives once we kind of forget or nobody taught us of seeing this as a magical and amazing metamorphosis that a woman goes through every single month of her lives after we got our first right so this is the power of women to conceive a baby to make a new life to bring a new life to this world so it's very powerful but of course it takes so much from our bodies because we are talking about a shift of hormones inside our body. So, women—it's a very much estrogen, like our feminine. It's always, always, it's 100% re- related to our estrogen. So, we are feminine and we are bright. And then this is the, what gives us the the female, the female thing that the man does have, does does not have. Uh, but what what means that is every single month we go through a switch from estrogen dominance to progesterone dominance. And I'll get there still. But um, menstrual cycle is a cycle of when you deal with these two major hormones, of course testosterone is there too, but it's major these two sexual or hormones that if you know how to feed your hormones, you can feel much, much better. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So when you start bleeding, let's say, it's the, the first day that your body Just switch from progesterone that you had on your luteal phase and then you can start bleeding again. So it means that your estrogen goes on top to make your endometrial, which means inside your uterus. If you didn't conceive a baby, all these leaning, you know, all the walls of your uterus that was prepared to to receive this embryo and start a new life will go through your your menstruation. That's why you bleed. So bleeding is, you you can tell your body that you're cleaning. So you're cleaning something that we're not used to start it over again. I like to see our menstrual cycle as our four seasons, right? That it's easier for us to understand. Seeing the bleeding part, those three, four days that we bleed, it's uh, kind of seen as a winter. So if you see your body as a winter, you want to warm your body, right? You want sometimes to lay down and rest. You don't have too much energy. That's how we feel on the winter days, right? You want to, mm, no, I, I may not go out. I want to watch some TV TV. We want I want to eat some cozy and comfortable foods. So that's why all chocolate comes, comes up with the, you know, premenstrual cycle like, or during the bleeding part. And then as soon as you clean, that's the the way that winter does with the nature. We clean everything and then we start blooming, right? So we comes the spring. So after stop bleeding, you can have all this blooming and then all these strains that the woman shows usually when you stop bleeding. And then you feel so good because you are empowered with with the estrogen. So if you feed the estrogen in your body, if you rest and respect your bleeding days it means that you feel much much better that's why feeding your cycle is so important um after that you you would thrive of course this this is called as a follicular phase right day one of your menstrual cycle start your follicular phase it means that your your follicle is starting to get mature so you can release an egg and make a, a fecundation make a pregnancy possible if you're trying to conceive until the day that you ovulate, the estrogen is dominant. Until you ovulate, once you ovulate, it's crazy. But our bodies is so magical. Our brain sends some messages to switch the hormones, so we start producing progesterone. So for half of your cycle, we will be, pro- we'll be producing the major estrogen. The second half of your cycle, we are producing progesterone. And why the progesterone is there? That causes it called the luteal phase. It is there because the progesterone will make this uterus to make this leaning wall, so you can f- fertilize an, an, an egg if you are trying to conceive, and then your uterus will have this thick wall to for implantation to occur, right? You need progesterone. You're, you, you must have the great levels of progesterone, otherwise, you won't have a You won't succeed of a good, you know, a healthy pregnancy. You can have miscarriage, you, ha- you can have early losses or chemical pregnancies. So it's very important to feed that progesterone on your cycle. And again, the main two moments in our menstrual cycle that humans tend to feel awful are. Before the estrogen comes up, after the luteal phase, so when you switch back to estrogen and start bleeding, and right after ovulation, of course. So I do have clients that, um, t- you know, faced so horrible symptoms through their entire life. I I, I work majorly with 40-plus um, women nowadays. I do have a-, a very huge clientele on that average age, and they- they're telling me that until they're, 44, 45, 42, whatever, the entire life, they were thinking that they would have the horrible PMS for 14 days. And I said, this is nothing related with PMS. PMS is a very common symptom that all, every one of us will, will face and we can use food to try to manage this better. But if you're having those tough moments during like 14 days, this is not life. We don't deserve this type of life and feelings. So this is th- this means that your sh- uh, shift from estrogen to progesterone was not well accepted from our body. Or maybe you produce so much estrogen that when the progesterone comes, you find a very hard time and you keep fighting, you know, fighting and then feeling bad and then feeling angry. And that's why many women face this type of s- feelings that of course you're not welcome. So that's when uh, I created my guide of like feeding your cycle. It means that you use food to support the estrogen phase and teach you how to respect your body and connect with your body and bring bringing this great ingredients to your diet. And then on the second half of your cycle, you switch some seeds and nuts and other ingredients that will support this progesterone, right? Um, sometimes, we, you know, women feel they're awful because there are these imbalances. especially as we age, we tend to have some more hormone imbalances, right? So sometimes it's just a matter of giving back your cycle of very great support so you can balance back your hormones and feel better. We are all about hormones, right? If our hormones are not are not balanced, We we will feel awful in many many situations for sure.
0: Wow, that was a that was a lot of information. I did not know any of that, and I'm 30 years old. Like that is how much they just don't teach us. I feel like we just wow. So to recap, (laughs) yeah, do a little recap. I really like how you put the in the seasons. Just wanted to throw that out there because you're right. When you are bleeding you don't feel well you I mean I always want to just lay down I have horrible cramps I eat a lot of cheese like I just want comfort food and that is like the winter months like in those big like you know I live in Connecticut so it's cold you're from Canada so (laughs) those winter months you don't want to do anything you want to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and then to look at it like spring where you know the estrogen is really high and you do feel really good, you know, because that is the way our body our body wants to feel that way. So mm-hmm. around ovulation, there's a switch into I'm going to say it, I'm going to probably mess it up progesterone.
1: Progesterone? Yeah. Progesterone. That's a, yeah, I missed telling you that. So the ovulation period we call summer Okay. Because it's when the, ov- the egg is released, right? So ovulation will be your summer. So, of course, I, I work with women trying to conceive. So what I do for those women is to find their ovulation period, their summer. So we're going to feed that ovulation to make sure that we are giving your body the best conditions to conceive and to uh, make that fecundation and then implantation. Okay. And right after the summer comes, that is the beautiful sun in the air. Uh, in the sky, you have the fall and the fall, um, you know, um, against of the belief of the fall is just, just come to our minds is the falling leaves. It's not just that it's when we, we, we harvest, right? Mm. So fall is the harvest time. So it's when all the vegetables are beautiful. And then all those big, big pumpkins comes away. So this is like all the, the strong, Uh, Three seasons that comes behind before fall, you have all this like this winter that make your soil, you know, your dirt with all the nutrients that it needs to be very strong to boost this blooming in the spring. And then these summery fruits and all the carbs comes out with all the fruity and watermelon and all the beautiful, colorful fruits. So then you have the vegetables. So that's why that's a good tip here when you go to the fall season that's the luteal phase the progesterone after ovulation that's why if you feed your body with uh broth uh you know vegetable soups all all kinds of warm uh foods that you it's easy to digest it detox your body from extra estrogen to don't be fighting against each other on the second half you will benefit for sure for all this you know, nutrients and vitamins and uh, textures, right? So that's when we call the fall, and as soon as, one, once the fall, there is no, you know, baby coming, the fall, yes, then the leaves fall, and then the trees are all dry, and you go again with the peak of estrogen back, and you start the winter, and then another cycle comes.
0: Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, so when progesterone, oh my gosh, why can't I say this right. word today? <laughs> Progesterone comes.
1: Progesterone.
0: So that is, a you know, your body's going through a shift. And like any time of shift in your life, you have to pivot with that shift. So, you know, I play a lot of sports, you know, you can't shift without like moving, like doing something differently. So when that shift comes, you need to eat differently. Yes. In a totally. So you were saying a lot of broth and vegetables. So would you say a more like vegetable packed diet after ovulation is really a good way to feed your menstrual cycle for the progesterone uh, phase of it's about yeah. 14 days? Yeah.
1: To make it very simple, I would say that the first phase, estrogen phase, you are looking at fruits, salads, smoothies, and all the things that are bright and vivid and you know with that vibration of spring so that's why it's so easy to understand our menstrual cycle as the seasons so you can definitely oh i am i am blooming so let's go for that beautiful colorful salad you can eat lots of raw vegetables lots of raw fruits when you switch for progesterone first of all i always say respect your body listening to it so as soon as you understand of course i, w- I will give some tips later in, in our talk but as soon as you know that ovulation came and then you're switching, sometimes you need a couple of days to rest. It's the same kind of same feeling that you had when you start bleeding in the, in the beginning of your cycle. So as soon as you give this rest, I, I, I love encouraging women to respect themselves. We need to respect our bodies. You just said you play sports. Sometimes it's a day that you say, no, I can't go. I, don't, I won't push my body if I'm not feeling good. There is no reason and no wise you should push your body for something that your body is not, you know, ready for it, right? So this is the, the two moments of the menstrual cycle that I, I encourage women to respect and rest. As soon as the shift is there and then you have your progesterone on, on top, you can start feeding with more, as I said, is a deep It's more like a detox thing. So lots of, you know, fluids. You need a lots of like warmy foods. Not too much for the raw More for the veggies and cooked veggies, steamed veggies, right? And then you will for sure uh, encourage this progesterone to work as its best. And then as soon as you start, okay, my period is coming. Sometimes your brain, your brain and your cravings change too. So you start going for the chocolate and stuff. This is when I. Of course, I advise my my girls to not go too bad. So you need to start having, let's say, some dried fruits when you're craving for sweets, for example. Otherwise, you are intoxicating your body back with Mm -hmm. lots of sugar. And then you make your winter, so your bleeding face feels so much worse. (laughs) So it's a matter of knowing and feeding as it is as it goes so you kind of give that good feeling so of course it's nothing wrong of not feeling ready feeling energized to go out to do your your you know your routine activities but uh, if you know if you start being you know having this body awareness of menstrual cycle it will you will be much easier for you to you know make sure that you're feeling better with the food that you are eating.
0: Mm, that's so good because you're right, like you do crave those things, but it is like toxic because when you are eating too much sugar, I mean that's not good for any anybody in any day, but like you said your hormones are shifting. So now you're putting in all of this like bad sugar processed foods. So now your body is working overtime, which probably leads to could that potentially lead to more cramps or worse period or feeling more sluggish if I'm if I'm understanding. Correctly? Yes,
1: yes, you, you're getting everything. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's correct. So usually, as soon as we start shifting for your progesterone is coming down, it's very used to, like, there are many studies out there trying to, you know, explain those cravings in women, especially for processed food, fried food, and sweets and treats. So, but as as much as you have those inside your body after the progesterone, especially if you're having a cleaning diet, supporting your progesterone. It means that bringing back all these toxins, you will overload your liver. So Mm. it's important to understand that our liver is is responsible for metabolizing estrogen so it's totally related with our feelings our hormone balances and the way we feel that's why we call the liver as the emotion organ right if your liver is clean and you are doing great you feel your best if you're every time that you go in a, like a chinese medicine treatment acupuncture or other things related they will clean your liver first of all because without a cleaned liver, you can not do anything, either conceive a baby, either feeling better, either recover from a chronic pain or uh, manage a chronic disease. So liver is everything. It's like your key point. And because it's also related first with metabolizing estrogen and second, cleaning our body from toxins, it means that bringing in sugar, fried food, processed food, you will overload, you know, you overwhelm your liver function. And of course the estrogen that is about to come in a couple of days, you, you won't have a chance to work properly, right? Then you are making it, you are giving your body a harder time to bring in the estrogen dominance and then you feel horrible. <laughs> so, you know, that's why, again, I am passionate about feeding your, eating for your cycle. Can you
0: just re-say one thing? The liver is the, what, what did you call it? The liver is the emotional?
1: Yeah, it's our emotional organ. So Okay, it's,
0: it's, I love that.
1: Yeah, it is totally related with our emotion. Usually, uh, you know, I have many clients that comes to me that they are so overwhelmed to do anything, even if they're pregnant, if they're trying to conceive, if they have, you know, they're, they want to feed their babies. If they are totally off, you know, not feeling their best and, you know, angry, it's angry. You know, you feel if you are, if you are intoxicated, if you need a liver detox, you feel so angry that I always uh, suggest them first step doing a detox, like a three days detox or something, not a detox for losing weight, right? It's a detox from your liver. So eating foods that detox your liver is broccoli, uh, cauliflower, lots of broths, bone broth. So going for the liver detox before starting anything, because otherwise you'll be putting those good foods in, But you won't assimilate everything that you need to because your liver is so overloaded. And it reflects in your emotions, in your way to see lives, your life, in your your, your overall way to live. That's that's for sure.
0: I've never heard that term. And I really like that because it makes a lot of sense. Like, Like I'm having the light bulb moments and like going on about like my body throughout the month. So When it comes to ovulation and all these hormone shifts, do you have a tip for people who want to start tracking that? Because year, I've started learning more about tracking your cycle and like knowing when your ovulation dates might be, not because I'm trying to have a baby because I'm not, but just because (laughs) (laughs) I just really want to learn more about that because I was never taught it. And I listened, I think I actually listened to a podcast episode where they were talking about like as a woman, it's so important to know these dates. And now I'm learning why, you know, I never knew the why I was doing it. I just knew that someone told me it was important. And I was like, well, it's really powerful to know Mm -hmm. when your ovulation time must be might be not just like following the birth control of Oh, well, now I have different color pills. Like, you know what I mean? Because that was like what I did for most of my life. I was like, well, my pills are different colors. So I guess I'm (laughs) getting my period but like, I didn't know anything about it. So yeah, can you give us some tips on like potentially tracking that so people can get better at feeding their menstrual cycle because they know
1: when the dates might be? Yes, that's for sure. So yeah, you you said it right. I think that since we we were little girls because when you sometimes you have your period for the first time 11 when you were 11 years old, I did I did have mine I think at 11 years old. Uh we sometimes we have later in life, sometimes girls are very much, you know, starting their periods every earlier lately so people girls like 9 years old they are menstruating so it's very it's it's very uh, you know harmful for on their bodies to start so early and there are many explanations for that but anyways i do feel that the way that we are taught about our menstrual cycle is very wrong as you mentioned, like either you are lucky of having a, a, a mother that you can share your feelings and understand a little bit better. But I do. I truly believe that even your mother cannot explain your peers or understand about her body because she was taught the same way or even worse of not being allowed to talk about it because it's a very... Can, it's kind of like dirty, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, let's not talk about your period. Oh, you're in your period. It's like a disgusting thing that shouldn't be at all. It's something. It's part of a woman's life, and I feel that when you start learning about it and having yours, I, I learned in, in North America how this is related with. Uh, you go to the doctor. Oh my 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 child had her first first period, and then right away you start having your pills like a birth control. Just, just oh because it's easier to regulate it oh because it's easier than not having those disgusting bleeding days, I have you know um, nowadays in the past three years working with women trying to conceive, the major problem of those women facing infertility are related with a birth control pill using for like more than 10 years, 15 years without asking themselves why they're using that. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk with the doctor, the doctor say, oh, it's better to stop that. Now, if you want to avoid the bleeding part, we can just use the pills." So the first thing I, I strongly recommend women to do to know and be aware about how your body works is start tracking your cycle. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? You can have a tracker, I can even send, I I do have some types of trackers. Nowadays, we have apps that can track your cycle. We have many things, but the first thing is is to identify the first day of your cycle. So first day of your cycle means the day that you start bleeding for the, the majority of the day. Okay. so if you start bleeding in the morning, it means that this is your first day menstruating. This is the first day of your menstrual cycle. If you start breathing at noon, it's the first day of your menstrual cycle. But if you start breathing after 4 or 5 p.m., it's not the first day of your menstrual cycle. Your menstrual cycle will be the next day. Okay. Yeah, so you go in your calendar and you put first day of your cycle, perfect. So I used to recommend to put like a, you know, it's it's a a plus sign or you can do a... uh, You know a blood drop or something like that just to make sure that you you know and then you start tracking uh the days that you're bleeding that usually goes from two three to four five it's nothing it's it's normal until five to six days bleeding more than that you should be talking with your doctor because uh, like a a longer bleeding can be a sign of something some some underlying conditions so it needs to be talked with the doctor um, and then when you stop, stop bleeding, it continues your follicular phase. So the best way to know when you are ovulating, of course, is tracking your temperature, your body basal temperature. So the body basal temperature is the temperature of your body when you first wake up. But it's a wake up like opening your eyes in the morning and you don't do anything. So you don't stand up for nothing. You take your your, your body Temperature right there, laying down in your bed. If you take this temperature every single day at the same time, after at least three hours of deep rest, let's say deep sleeping, this is your basal body temperature. Okay. What why I recommend to have those two information as soon as you know what day of your cycle you are, and how the temperature looked like it means that for the first type, for the first half of your cycle until you ovulate your temperatures should be colder so when we have estrogen dominance we are colder we are you know we are our body is cold when we ovulate a day the day that we ovulate usually our temperature drop a lot and then it goes up you know more than used to be it was used to be on the first half of your cycle when you see the temperature goes to like 0.5 celsius it means that you ovulated you need to have at least 4 days of higher temperatures to confirm that you have an ovulation after that your temperature tends to be a, a slightly uh, higher than the other half of your cycle but it tends to fluctuate a little bit if there is not pregnancy in case of pregnancy you keep your temperature high and you want to get it high because it means that the progesterone is acting to make implantation and then uh, maintain this pregnancy through you know through the cycle of 40 weeks combining these two informations are like the kickstart i do, i would say to studying having more body awareness and you know menstrual cycle awareness usually we are very unique that's why holistic health it's my my thing because i don't see anybody as statistics or you know we are not numbers we are people right so each one has a different menstrual cycle range
0: wow that is really good information because like i said i've started tracking And if I get it at the end of the day, I consider that to be day one. I never knew to make the other day, like the next day, day one. Yeah. So, And you're completely right because when I started tracking, it would tell me that I was four days late every single month and then i was like okay well i'm not late if you're telling me i'm late every single month because i just have a longer cycle no you
1: just have a longer cycle and as soon that's why i encourage when you start tracking you need at least three months three cycles tracked to understand your menstrual cycle range, because can be it can be sometimes when I start working with a client that I will have a four month program, let's say that is my most common program. Uh, for the first month, she start okay, so I have a twenty four days, and say no, let's wait. We will just make sure that you have a 24-day cycle. If you have this next one, 24, and the next one, 24. And not 24, you can be 23, and you're still good. You can be 25, you're still good. You have an average of 24 days uh, length of menstrual cycle, right? So you need at least three months to make sure what you have. And not every every, every time, like a four days late. It's not a four days late if you have... let's say at 28 not a 32 days if it's every month 32 days good for you your menstrual cycle is 32 days that that's the information you need you don't need to be 28 days to be considered a normal girl
0: (laughs) yep because that's exactly what mine says it's always like oh you're four days late and then the first few months i was like um i'm like you know like i'm really like i don't understand and then i'm like well maybe the app is just wrong because I'm 32 days every single month for the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. So that is just normal for me. So now I kind of, so even when you're tracking, you know, when you start the tracking, if you are using an app, even though she's the expert, I'm not, I'm just going to say it's okay. Like you said, it's okay. If you're not the 28 days, like do not panic. Yeah. You're going to buy a lot of pregnancy tests and those things are expensive (laughs) and you start thinking every month.
1: Don't do that. And again, you know, don't trust all the apps as well because Mm -hmm. I see clients coming to me saying oh but the app said that I overlaid on day eight and I said it's an app if you 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 are you like you know your body better than an app and the app We need to understand that technology can be a very, we we can take advantage of technology for sure to make sure that you have things on hand, on your cell phone, it's easier to track and have, you know, if you're doing one doctor or maybe talking with a friend, you will always have the information right there on top of your hands, right? But it's, uh, you know, it's a technology. It's made made of like data. So depending on how you feed that app, it will give you the information, but it's not a doctor. It's not an expert saying. So I I have women missing their fertile windows that when we call that before ovulation, that they want to have intercourse to improve their chances to conceive, that they're missing for many times, many cycles they're missing because the app is saying that they ovulated, but they didn't ovulate it. So it's again, it's my goal always with my clients to, encourage this body awareness and this self-connection with yourself because an app can tell you the doctor can tell you i have three children's that i conceived naturally fortunately and all of my doctors were saying that i was in another day of my cycle that i wouldn't be due until that date and i always track my things my data would be my you know my partner and not the doctors or the app because mm-hmm. once you know your body once you know the symptoms and once you face the symptoms as clues it's just it's so empower it's it, it, it it's so powerful for women to 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 be aware about what's going on so yeah. respecting the time that you needed a break or either knowing that you are eating that because of your shift of hormones or, knowing that you are ovulating and sometimes you are trying to conceive and you need to give your body some nutrients to make sure that you are improving your chances. So it's so, it's so important, but not to be a hundred percent relied on apps because it can mess up. And usually when women are trying to get that, body awareness we tend to go to different apps and sometimes you have three apps and then the tree tells you different way things and then you get even more lost so i like to do you know my notes on agenda i give my clients those tracker that you can print or have in your computer and put the days because it's easier when you see those okay it's coming oh this is my day x and then oh this is my progesterone that's why i'm feeling that so it's it's all about respecting yourself, right?
0: Yeah, and it's so – you're right. It is really empowering because when I started doing it, and I'm about to take it to the next level after this conversation because I've learned so much, but it, it's a really powerful thing when you know your body well enough to be like, well, I don't care if you're an app and you're supposed to be smart. My body is different. I know mm-hmm. better for it. Yeah. So – If you could just leave us with a couple of tips. I mean, you've given us so much already. I don't know how you can (laughs) like match it, but so people can start this journey today, you know, start, you know, hopefully they'll start tracking right away and they'll start, you know, you gave me, I'm going to say it, even though you're probably going to say it anyways, you gave me like a guide for eating for your cycle, which I'm going to link in the show notes so people can have that on paper. Do you have any other really important tips that people can just really start embracing this journey?
1: Yeah, so I think um, first of all, I think it's it's about about mindset, right? I think mm. we as women we are so disconnected with our feminine, and we were taught to be like that. As I, as I mentioned before, like those disgusting periods or those pills that shouldn't be uh, serving against us, but it is. They are serving against us. Um, so I think the, the the first thing is to connect yourself with your we we. we to connect to yourself. And I like to all, all, always when you start tracking your menstrual cycle to start a journal. So it's very important to start writing or saying or recording the, the way that you prefer, but recording and understanding about your emotions because your emotions gives you everything. Uh, you know, we, we related with, we just saw it with the hormones, with the with the liver functions and uh so if we connect ourselves with our it's it's a body mind and soul thing right Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're following uh keto diets to to lose weight or if you're following if you're a vegetarian because you you want to you know be better for you for the planet or anything else if you're not connected with your emotions and your mind and your soul doesn't make nothing makes sense right you can put the nutrients inside but they would they won't um, act as they should so i think the first thing is the tip that i would give you is to start journaling and you know saving let's say 15 minutes a day to sit down give take a deep breath like three times four times five times if you can have some like in a quiet place that you can say this is my moment so what day of my cycle i am now i am on day five i'm feeling that way i want to eat that kind of thing oh my digestion how is my digestion how many times a day i pooped oh i didn't poop oh i haven't pooped for the last the past two days so sometimes it's recognizing those clues and say that's why i'm feeling bloating so If I didn't poop for the past two days, I'm feeling horrible and I'm bloating. That's something wrong. Is it related with my cycle? Because it can be, right? Usually Mm -hmm. when we are estrogen dominance, you tend to have like a more regular Mm -hmm. digestion. And when progesterone comes, it tends to give women uh, some kind of constipation. So as soon as you know that, you, one, can be. More calm and understand. Oh, that's my progesterone. That's why in a couple days I could be better. But I should invest in more fiber. Maybe I I should drink more water to help my digestion, right? And to avoid this constipation to bother me. So it's it's a a body awareness and how do do you do that? It's not only about it's not only knowing the day of your cycle you are, but understanding what's happening with you. So I. Did I sleep well? Did, oh, I have a horrible night of sleep. As soon as you start those tracking with the emotions related and tracking other things, like I also I, I strongly recommend digestion, sleep patterns, and mood. They are the three key things together with what you ate. So, oh, I had breakfast. Oh, I skipped breakfast this morning. You know, oh, I had like pizza for last night and I'm feeling bloating in the morning. So maybe there is something related with like having gluten at the end of the day, right? So it's... Body awareness is everything, and it's not only, oh, the day of my cycle, but putting those clues. And as soon as you start having the first cycle, second cycle, and third, if you go back and you read all the points that you mentioned for last cycle and then as it goes, you will start recognizing patterns of feelings, patterns of emotions, patterns of digestion issues, patterns of sleep issues. So if you understand those points, you can start eating or feeding and feeding as an entire body, right? It's not only regarding to food, but feeding is resting. Feeding is, you know, um, breathing. Feeding is walking in nature. Feeding is another ways to feed your body, right? Feeding is going out with some friends and talk. Sometimes you're feeding anxious and it's just a matter of sitting down and talk with someone, not having a bar of chocolate at the end of the day, right? So this is, would be like my key tip to start tracking besides tracking you can have a journaling and uh, you know buy like a simple notebook and start having notes it will empower you a lot to you know to know you and to put yourself as priority right we we need to love ourselves beside behind before everything
0: that is so good yes i've never i mean i journal i'm not the best journaler it's something that i'm trying to get better at this year but, yeah, journaling about your body, like, you know, we were talking about blood. Let's talk about poop. Like, I've gone, like, three days and been like, well, did I poop in the last three days? <laughs> like, you know, like, you don't, like, if you don't write it down, as silly as it sounds. You, honestly, you just don't know. And things can, patterns can happen, and you just keep missing it. And it can be something related to your cycle, or it could be an underlying thing. So, I think that's really good. Like, mind-body-soul connection is you know, I think that's really what this even my show is about. Like, I want everyone to just like thrive in all aspects of life. Like that is just my goal. So mind body soul connection and like relaying it back to your feminine and womanhood and your period. uh, That's really good. I'm so th- I'm so thankful that you came on the show today.
1: Oh, I'm super happy to be here too. And I hope I do truly hope that women get inspired of starting this journey as you just started well done keep on track keep it up please thank you so body awareness menstrual cycle body mind and soul therapy like uh awareness and care holistic care i'd say it's everything it's it's everything and we we need to be our priority Mm.
0: yeah so true Well, I'm going to post everything below, but can you just tell everyone where they can find you on social media? What's the best way to contact you if they're listening to this and they're thinking, like, I absolutely need to work with this woman?
1: (laughs) That's awesome. So, yeah, so I I am on Instagram and Facebook by Made Simple Nutrition. That is the name of my company. Uh, By email, you put Made Simple Nutrition at gmail.com. They can contact me. I do have different programs. So, again, I am am very hopeful holistic and I'm a very, you know, customized. So depending on what the women, I usually work with women only. So, um, if you're depending on your goal, I can develop a very customized, uh, way to work with me. Usually I do have a four months program that goes specifically for those women trying to conceive, uh, because it's a very in deep take, you know, um, Coaching program that we can track at least three cycles until we start very much trying to conceive and improving eggs quality. Um, you know, reducing uh, reproductive aging. So I, I do have this program, but but I do have the six weeks glow, that it's a six weeks program that we can have. Uh, you know, balance hormones through nutrition or you know achieving any other health goals that the women can can have. Uh, And I do have a kickstart one month program that we connect uh, via voice messages. So sometimes people are not with the time, you know, able to connect with me weekly or monthly. So they prefer those texting and cell phone um, uh, convenience. So I do connect with them for a month. It's a kickstart of changing some habits, understanding the underlying um, issues that may be taking this person for the you know, uh, holding them back for feeling their best. So I do have this one month, but again, it's just like you shoot me a message on Instagram and following me on Instagram. Of course, I give lots of great tips for free there. <laughs> and I, I will be. I'm about to be launching in May um, an ebook that would talk. Uh, I, I wrote about many successful stories from clients of mine of, you know, finding this connection with their feminine back and conceiving their babies. And of course, I am about to launch to an online uh, course. So I hope it will be be launched by end of May or early June. But okay. but this episode probably will go after that. So, yeah, so I'm about to launch this online um, program that will be happy to share with you. uh, And then you'll be aware if you stay tuned on my uh, social media channels for sure.
0: Awesome. Oh, I love online courses. I'm so so excited for you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I'll make sure everything is linked below. Thank you so much again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Tyler. Have a great day.
0: You too.